Welcome to the GigTube Podcast, hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. Hey, welcome. I got to come up with a name for this show. I want to call it like the something something show with Chad featuring whoever the guest is. So today's guest is Kim Schwartz, better known as Kim's Side Money Plans. How you doing, Kim? Hi, everybody. Have you ever revealed your last name before? Have I what? Have you revealed your last name? No, I have not. <laughs> I, hope it, uh, I hope it wasn't a, I, I didn't just dox you there. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, it's Friday night. Usually you're working right now. So I hope I'm not like, um, you know, cutting into your uh, your earnings here. <laughs> well, I did make my $200 day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's good. By the way, I'm drinking, um, the viewers always want, I'm drinking Sam Summer Ale. I forgot that it's summer. You know, I'm here in Florida. It's basically summer year round. And when I see like the summer beers in the store, I'm like, oh yeah, it is summer. <laughs> I'm a little jealous because you're in Orlando. That's one of my favorite places. Mm. Well, I'm about like this picture is downtown Orlando, but I'm about 20 miles north of Orlando. And yeah, uh, we're, I'm a huge Disney fan, so pre-pandemic yeah. i was going two to three times a year so oh, really? i'm away from home are you like a season pass holder or whatever no we we always kept talking about it and we never did it we should at this point did you drive or fly fly nice i think we only drove it once or twice it was a really long drive all right by the way if anybody is watching say hi in the chat and it'll show up on the screen Let's see. It says we got. It says there's five people watching. So one of you five people say hi, so it'll show up in the chat. <laughs> you ever do live streams on your channel? I have not. I keep saying I'm like I have to do a live stream. I have to do a live stream, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah. I, have you ever just like sitting around in a parking lot and you're like on a really slow day, just fired up on your phone, you know? Start talking. Good point. To <laughs> All right, so let's start at the beginning. Like, for the people who aren't familiar with you, give us like your breakdown. Like, well, we know your name. Like, how old are you? Where you're from? Family life, all that kind of stuff. So, your elevator speech, I guess. Sure. So I am. Um, I work in the Red Bank area. I usually say Red Bank because that's usually where most of my orders come from. Um, and then I live in the town literally right next to it. I am 42 years old. I have my significant other. We've been together for 24 years now. Wow. I have a four year old toddler girl, which is like, oh, she's a, she's a handful, but love her to pieces because she's a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> and I started gig work part time. I was, you know, I retail store manager for years. And I just started it part-time. I started a Robinhood account for my daughter's college education. And it was all side work, something to do on the side, something fun to do outside what I normally do. And it snowballed into full-time work. And here I am. <laughs> oh, so, oh, some people uh, said hi in the chat. Gabe Ferraria says, greetings from Canada. 
Alamo City Dan, yo, Greg Harrison, hello from Delaware. Alamo City Dan, hello from San Antonio. ATS Big Game Fishing, hey, I'm here. Well, welcome, Hi, everybody. everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because I always like to, I always find people's story about how they got into gig work, you know, pretty interesting. Because, like, I've told the story a million times, but I'll tell it a million to one. Like, I worked in IT for, like, 10 years, and... I started doing Uber on the weekends, like just for kicks, mostly because I was bored. And this, that was 2017. Yeah, wow. I can't believe it's been four years. But so, so I just started Uber, just doing Uber rides. And this is back when I lived in Lakeland, which is about halfway between Orlando and uh, Tampa. Although it's actually a lot closer to Tampa. And um, it was like, there's nothing to do in Lakeland. So, like, people. They would take an Uber from Tampa to Lakeland or Lakeland to Tampa or to Disney, you know, and so on. And there are certain, there's nights that I would end up at like almost like where I live now. And I had to deadhead all the way home at like two in the morning, you know. Wow. Um, but um, yeah, and so I worked in IT and then I moved to where I live now in 2018. And I worked for Microsoft for like four months and I just hated it and I quit and then I discovered Instacart and DoorDash and um, Amazon Flex and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, this is so much better than sitting in a cubicle all day. So, yeah, I've been doing this full time for it'll be three years this August. So what's yeah. your what's your story of how you left? I don't know. Would, you said you were retail, not cubicle. Or no, have you done I was, both? I, no, I was retail, retail, hardcore retail. I um, I was a well my my background so the last two jobs so i was a store manager for a department store for lord and taylor and they recently closed all their stores um and then i was also a store manager for victoria's secret a very high volume store for victoria's secret so those are my past two work experiences but i was with victoria's secret when the pandemic hit and they just in march of last year closed all the stores in the company and we were closed for forget however many months probably up until august or maybe even september and then in july my other half had a heart attack <laughs> and had bypass surgery so it kind of went from there you know i didn't go i didn't want to go back to retail to be honest i wanted to stay home and be with my family so I then progressed and I'm like, you know what? I can do this full time. Why not? You know, I I tried it full time during the summer just to kind of see what my market was like and what the money was like in my market, what the restaurants were doing, and that kind of snowballed. And then I think January is when I went completely full time and I'm like, I can do this. I've got this. And it, I haven't stopped since. And it was probably one of the best decisions I've probably made so far up to the state, you know, I get to see my family more often. I mean, I was only seeing my family like one to two hours a day because as a retail worker, you work 10, Jeez. 12 hours a day. And I get to watch my daughter grow up and I wouldn't have <laughs> normally had that opportunity. So win-win. <laughs> yeah. You said daughter. That's the classic daughter. Jersey accent. <laughs> it's funny because like you're in or near Red Bank and if anybody, if you know, Jay and Simon Bob Secret Stash is in Red Bank. That's like, and Kevin Smith is from like the Leonardo area. And like, I was a huge, huge Kevin Smith fan back in the 90s. Like the original three, actually the original five, you know, Clerks, Mallrats, 
Chase and Amy, Dogma, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, and then actually after that he kinda went downhill. But um yeah. if you ever saw Comic Book Men on AMC, like that was filmed at their store in Red Bank. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um I, I've been to that store, store a few times. Yeah, they just moved their store. I think I was talking to you about it the other day. It was in, I thought it was in a better location than where they currently are. So yeah. I don't know, just my opinion. I mean, I, I maybe they're not finished doing their store yet, but to me, their storefront used to be like, it was like dark, but you saw like all the comic books, uh, yeah. you know, stories on their windows and they don't have that anymore, but they're moved. Just like two yeah. blocks down. The original store, actually that was like the second store really, but... Yeah. The the store that was on the TV show is actually it's a really big store like really nice and clean and they have tons of stuff there. It's like it's not just a store. It's like kind of like a museum, you know, and um but um yeah, so rambling here, but my point was that I've been to Red Bank many times and I love that it's got that I don't want to say New England cuz New Jersey like I'm from upstate New York and <laughs> And like, you know, I was in the Navy for 10 years. And so I, I was in Virginia for a long time. And whenever I told people I was from New York, they're like, oh, you're from New England, right? No, no. The the line is New York and New Jersey. Everything <laughs> to the Northeast, that's New England. Like Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Vermont, Maine. Um, but I was going to say, like, Red Bank has that classic, like, Northeastern downtown. And, like, you don't really see that in Florida. Like, you'll see it for, like maybe like two or three square blocks but not like you know an entire town um yeah i really miss it like even like the houses like every house here is like brand new and like they're all flat to the ground like there's no steps you got to climb up very rare yeah the houses are honestly amazing around my area i try to show as much as i can in a lot of my videos because sometimes between rumson which is one of the richest towns in New Jersey yeah. and then you also have like a little silver and then you know you have Homedale and I'm just surrounded by really good areas which makes gigging really good because you know I try I try to get to those towns as much as I possibly can because they're just really you go yeah. oh and then you have the Navasink River which Bon Jovi lives on the Navasink River mm-hmm. you have our governor who lives on the Navasink River so it's a really great area mm. now did you grow up in the same spot where you live? No, I grew up in Somerville, New Jersey, which is like central Jersey by like the Bridgewater area. Okay. So I was born and raised there. And then I went to Pennsylvania for college. And then I came back to New Jersey after college. Yeah. So you said you worked in retail before the pandemic. And then did you just started doing DoorDash on the weekends? Yeah, uh, some nights, some weekends. I would get home from working in retail and then I would put my daughter to bed and then I would go out for maybe an hour or two just to kind of see what was going on. And then I would work some of the weekends, but I worked weekends in retail. So it kind of fluctuated based on, it was more working my days off because my days off were were usually during the weekday, not the weekend. So again, it was usually like a Monday or Tuesday and I would just stash the entire day. I had day off. Do you, do you make as much now or more doing DoorDash and Uber Eats full-time? It's very comparable, I have to say. So I really can't complain because that's usually why I go myself the way I do because, yeah. you know, I just want to be successful with what I'm doing. So, yeah, it's definitely very comparable. Did you do your taxes yet? I have. And what's nice about this job is that 
Sorry, I'm all gassy from the beer here. No, you're fine. Um, if you know how to do your taxes right, you'll pay like next to nothing. Like I actually got a refund last year. And um, what's nice about our jobs because it's 10.99, they don't take any taxes out at your paycheck. So you pocket like your entire paycheck. But I mean, you still have to account for taxes. But like I said, if you know how to write off all your expenses and everything, especially your mileage, um, yeah. you know, you can pay like next to nothing. So it's like, even though like your hourly wage might be more or less the same as like your W2 day job, you get mm-hmm. what people forget is that your W2 day job, whatever your hourly wage is, you got to subtract like anywhere from like 10 to like 33% of that mm-hmm. for taxes and like, or if you have benefits or a 401k or anything like that. And, uh, it's actually, I, it's, it's nicer to just be able to just whatever you Whatever you see on the screen there, seven dollars for you know two miles. That's what you're getting. Yeah. Well, usually sometimes you get a little bit more. So. <laughs> um, I just I was just watching I think the video uploaded today, and uh, I like I saw that UDM had posted this a while ago about this change that DoorDash is doing to the pay, where they're trying to do like um, you know short trips, updates to how you earn. And it's like, they're like, oh, well, what do you do? Longer deliveries, you're going to get a little bit more. But on shorter deliveries, you're going to get a little bit less. And it's really, well, I was like, like, so basically I lowered the base pay to 250 But it's like, it's not really going to affect me that much because I don't take those orders. And I don't know who does. Like, do you ever take, like, bare minimum no-tip orders? No, I, to me, it's a principal thing, but that's just me. You yeah. know, I, 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 to me, if someone's not tipping, it's not like they don't value my time. So to me, it's a principle behind not taking non-tip orders. But once again, that's just me. And this is just my opinion. You know, I think I said in my video that with the lowering of the base pay for lower orders and I mean, I take some long distance orders, so it actually benefits me a little bit, but I feel like they were you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. So they're taking away from small, but giving it to the big. So to yeah. me, there's no differential difference between the two. I know, exactly. And it's just like, who? I, I'm wondering though, if like there's some kind of catch on this, if they're gonna like start pausing people's dashes more often. Like if you decline, you know, too many orders in a row like they might pause your dash or they used to do that a while ago and then it stopped for a while so i i don't know it's it's a good it's a good question i guess we'll see but i didn't get that notice that actually came from one of my subscribers they emailed it to me but i didn't get it in any of my notifications so i don't know whether it's you know a regional thing i'm not sure i think it's nationwide um that must have been I, yeah. DoorDash is definitely uh, chintzing out because I thought like Uber Eats was the the lowest because I've seen, I think it's two dollars on Uber Eats around here. I don't know what, what's the what's the lowest you've ever seen in Uber Eats around you. Are you ready for this? One time I got they were trying to put a batched order, and it was going like an extra mile, and they tried to do a dollar fifty, and I'm like a dollar fifty? Are you freaking <laughs> kidding me? Like who's gonna take an order for a dollar fifty? It just it baffles my brain that yeah. I it, I 
And that's, that's the stuff that frustrates me because I'm like, $1.50? Really? <laughs> I've seen that on like DoorDash where, like, this has happened to me where, like, you go to like Chili's or Applebee's, some, some restaurant like that, and it'll say plus $1.50, $2, like that. And it'll say for 0. 0.001 yards because, like, you, you realize it's going to the same address. It's like an add on. I'm like, okay, well, okay, I'll I'll take that, you know. I don't know why, like, they couldn't just put it together to begin with, but that's happened yeah. to me. I don't, it, it always happens at Red Lobster for some reason. I'm waiting to pick up something at Red Lobster, and, like, it comes on, like, oh, add this onto the order for an extra two bucks. I'm like, yep. okay. It's a very rare occasion I get Red Lobster. It's kind of on the opposite side of town, so I actually have to be on that side of town in order yeah. to get Red Lobster. How is, how is the... Um, the DoorDash zones, like where you are, because I've been watching a lot of your videos, and it's kind of hard to look at the map and like kind of gauge your zone. Um, so my my zone, it's it's I'll say it's a, to me it's a little wacky. So it starts like up by like Leonardo and mm -hmm. like up by like the Atlantic Highlands, which is like almost by like Sandy Hook, so like the hook of New Jersey. Yeah. And then it goes down to like Long Branch, which is, you know, the shore area. And then it hooks back over to like my area, which is like Red Bank area. But a lot of times the next town over for me, it's called Lincroft and I'll get orders there. But the next town over from there is called Colts Neck and I'll be out of my zone. <laughs> so it's, you know, I'll get orders for in my zone, but then I'll get out orders to deliver outside my zone. Cause I guess I'm somewhat on the border of my zone. Yeah. That's, that's happened to me on, it's pretty rare, but it, it does happen on DoorDash where they, they want you to deliver outside the zone and like, it's like ridiculously far. Like it's just it's just like the the way that it is. Like there's certain restaurants in one city that aren't available in another city, and they they want you to go like ten, twelve miles. Like and then you're going out of your zone. But it's like if you go into another zone, then you might start getting orders in that zone. Yeah. And uh, then but Uber doesn't have zones. Like you can drive. I I don't know how it is in your area, but yep. you can drive anywhere. I can drive anywhere in the state of Florida and just leave that app on, and I would get orders and rides. Yeah, it's funny because I was making a joke with my other half the other day. I said, if we're ever at Disney, I can just turn on Uber and, you know, <laughs> compete with some of the people in Florida. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know. I've never, I've never, well, that's not true. Like, because my parents, like I said, I grew up in upstate New York and I was home for Christmas. Um, not last Christmas, but, you know, Christmas of 2019. And I just turned on my, my apps to see what would work. And, like, I could turn on DoorDash. And I saw all the zones and like how busy they were and everything. And I actually hit dash now and I was like, Oh my God, this thing's actually gonna let me work. And, uh, then like it threw me an error. It said like, you're out of your zone or something like that. I don't know. And, uh, same thing with Uber and like Instacart would let me work. I didn't actually work. I just wanted to turn it on to see if it yeah. would, but, um, cause I didn't have a car and my parents weren't like, weren't going to let me borrow their car and I didn't rent a car and, um, I, I told my parents, like, I'm not, I'm not going up there for holidays anymore. You guys got to come down here. Cause like, well, I guess like if I had somebody to go with, you know, cause I'm not married, like if I was going to go up there and like, I would go like with a girlfriend or wife or whatever and like get a hotel room. But otherwise when I go up there, it's just me and my parents' house is freezing. 
And there's like nothing to do. And like maybe we can go to a hockey game or go to the movies or something like that. But um, yeah. um, Yeah, that's that's one thing that uh, I find curious. I haven't really seen too many videos of this. Like I know like you and DoorDash Dad and Eli's in Minnesota. I'm trying to think of everybody who's like in cold weather states. Like how what's what's working in the winter like? How cold. bad is no, it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's cold. That's first thing. I, I think I did a couple of videos this past winter, and I always had, like, a beanie on my head because I was always freezing cold. But, you know, you, you're in a warm car. You kind of hop out to go to a restaurant. You hop back in, and you hop back out to go to yeah. a customer's house. The bad thing is bad weather. So we had a couple of me. I felt like it was, like, every week we are having a bad snowstorm. So, like, I would try to go out before the, the snowstorm, not go out during the middle of it. And then as soon as, like, the roads are plowed, I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's having to deal with, like, a lot of my videos during the winter was of customers not plowing their sidewalks or their driveways <laughs> to get to their house, even though they ordered food. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, and some of these were, like, big houses that they could have just easily just plowed themselves, but yet they expected me to go through, like, six inches of snow to get to their door. So that's kind of the challenge of snow and ice. I fell once with ice, but besides the point, that's another. You story. have to call or text customers, and be like, "I can't, I can't get to your house because there's you didn't shovel." What it the happened. Hell? It happened once, and it was it was it was like this McMansion of all McMansions, and they had plowed their driveway, which I went in. I'm like, okay, their driveway's plowed, but they didn't. They plowed their walkway in, so they had this mound to go over to get to their. And it was like literally up to here with me. And I'm like, I, I really don't know how to get this to their door. I'm, I was about ready to like fling it out the door because I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. So I literally had to call them and say, um, I can't get to your door. And finally, they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, I love it when like customers like play dumb sometimes. Like, you know that your stuff isn't loud. <laughs> yeah. I The closest we have or the closest I have to that here is... There's a lot of um, condos and townhouse complexes, you know, like all these super mashed together houses, you know, everybody, you have like this much room between your house and your neighbor and people, what they'll do is they park their car in the driveway, even though they have a garage, they pull the car up to like the nose of the garage, like the car and the, there's like this much space between the car and the, in the garage. And then there's, they always have shrubs or bushes or whatever that go around the walk from the door to the car. And there's been times where like, I literally couldn't get to their door unless I like hopped over the shrub. And I I had to ask him, I was like, can you just back your car out? Like maybe four feet so I can get around or like, Oh yeah, sorry. And uh, that, that cracks me up is I don't know why people like, there's so much room here in Florida but people still choose to, it must be like a Northeastern thing where people migrate from up North, you know, um, yeah. where the houses are that close together. And then, um, anyway, there's a lot of chatter in the chat here. It looks like it's Chris Barnes and ATS big game fishing. I know Chris, I don't know ATS. Is that one of your fans? Yes. <laughs> California, I can only work 12 hours. You have to take six hours. Sorry, the. Yeah, I know California has some wacky 
the laws, a lot of my people were telling me about some of like their laws that they have to kind of maneuver around. Well, let me make this. Uh... Hey, what happened to this? Oh, the chat disappeared. Oh, there it goes. Never mind. I just wanted to make it not so. Whoops. All right, sorry about that. Um, do you have like a weirdest delivery story? I think the weirdest delivery story it was I was delivering to a house and they pulled up to the house and in their window there was like a whole bunch of like doll like creepy dolls like staring out their window and their note said please go into my mud room and leave the the, the delivery inside my house in the mud room and I'm like I'm not going into someone's house so I had obviously I texted them saying hey I'm gonna leave your order right outside the door and I had to take a picture because I had to leave their order by a, like a mound of skulls yeah <laughs> and I'm like what kind of house am I at I literally dropped took a picture and ran <laughs> yeah I think um I'm not sure if, if a DoorDash specifically says we're not allowed to go into the houses. I think it's more like a recommendation. I've, yeah, I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, pre-COVID, I and actually, and still to this day, but it doesn't happen as much, but I was going to say pre-COVID, um, I would go into people's houses all the time for Instacart, you know, because I have that, wa I don't know if you've seen that my videos, but I had the wagon, especially yeah. if they have like a Costco order or Sam's Club, you know, something big and heavy like that. Um, I'll be like, I'm happy to roll this. Like, and I said right here in Florida, I, like the, the house is like out at the same level as the grounds. So there's no steps. So, um, they have like, you know, 10 cases of bottled water. Um, I'm happy to just I'll roll it right into their kitchen for them. And that's usually how you get like cash tips that way. And, um, it's nice that COVID is finally winding down, but I would still say, I would say even like every app that I do, you know, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, Instacart. Well, Amazon Flex doesn't really count, but, um, you know, all these apps that I do, I'd say like 90% of them are leave at the door. What's, are you still 90% or higher where yeah, you are? I would say almost even higher at this point. Um, it's a very rare occasion I have hand it to me or- I'm gonna grab someone, water, I'll be right someone, back. Yeah, no, go up. Oh, you didn't have to stop. You didn't have to stop talking. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but majority of it is leave it at the door. I think someone um, had commented on one of my videos that they get weight in the car. I've no honestly, I've never had weight in the car, so that's something that's new. But majority of it is leave at door still in my area. I've seen that. Well, actually, when Uber Eats first launched, that's how it was sold. Is that? the driver would wait in the car and the customer would come out to the car and you would just hand it out your car window because it was meant to be a time killer for Uber drivers. And it's really not that bad, especially if you didn't like if, if every restaurant you went to had a drive up window. So you would never even have to get out of the car either. Yeah. But, um, I still see that occasionally where it says wait in car 
And I'm like, man, this is a delivery note from like five years ago <laughs> when Uber Eats first launched. You know, somebody probably hasn't updated their address or anything. Um, you ever get that where um, you go, to, you show up to the address and the person's like, where are you? And you tell them and they're like, oh, that's my old house. I moved here and like now they live in like New Hampshire or something. Does that ever yeah, happen to you? Happened, yeah, it's happened a couple of times and it's actually worked in my favor that I've called support and they're like, it's out of your zone. Sorry, you ha you can't go to that customer's house. I'm like, oh, well, and like, and I'm like, well, what do I do with the food? They're like, do what you want. I'm like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's happened a couple of times and a couple of weeks ago, which I thought was really interesting. I can't remember whether it was Uber or DoorDash Somebody just had their town, like their town and zip code and that was it. So I actually had a call to find out what their address was. And I'm thinking, how does someone do an order without putting their address in? And how does Uber or DoorDash allow that to happen? So that happened a couple of weeks ago, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. That must be a glitch or something. I remember I saw that. Did you make a video about that or? Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I just, I've been watching between dinner and now, I was just watching all, all my, you know, your channel and all, everybody, I, all the gig workers I subscribe to. Uh, Pedro just showed up. Hey, what's up, man? And, uh, I think he did a video about it. Yeah, I think, yeah, maybe think that's what I'm thinking yesterday or today? Can't remember. Hey, Pedro, let us know if you made a video about a customer with no address. I think it was today. Was it today or yesterday? I can't remember. Must have been recently. Something that happens in Florida is uh, because a lot of people like, especially I I live in like the most geographically varied zone, like in well not the world, but it's it's really interesting because part of like where the town where I live in, I mean it's not quite this metropolitan, but there definitely is like a downtown area, and then you also have like the you know white picket fence suburbs, you have trailer parks. And then you have like, you have like all these really rich gated communities, like with McMansions and like in like ga gates within gates, and um, then then there's like wilderness areas. Which actually, one of my last videos that I posted, the ride along I posted from Memorial Day, I don't know if you saw it or not, but like one of yeah. these the one of the deliveries I was doing, this lady lived like way out in the wilderness, and like. There, there was she had this the sandhill cranes like right on her lawn and she had like <laughs> a like the glades it's not like it's not a lake it's not a river i don't know what it is but and it's not really a swamp either but yeah so i've seen everything from like the st stereotypical redneck trailer type place to literally like people with ferraris and lamborghinis in their garage you know like that's always yeah. pretty cool to see although I don't really go. I don't really do those trailer park orders that much because they tend to be lousy tippers, and I don't really take those orders unless they have some kind of awesome peak boost or whatever attached to them. Is there? What's your like? Is you have scary neighborhoods, or is it pretty safe for the most part where you are? It's pretty safe. I mean, I I think there is like one or two towns, you know, getting closer to the Jersey Shore that I try to. First of all, there are there are ways away, so for mm -hmm. me to take an order, like I would literally have to take a couple of mile orders to get there. So there's a there's like maybe one or two that I might just not take orders to, but my biggest thing is the Jersey Shore during the summer. And mm -hmm. I've learned this 
I think it was like last summer, not so, not so much Uber, because you have to have an address with Uber, but with DoorDash, I was finding people were using other people's addresses near the beach to get their order to the beach. So <laughs> you would pull up to someone's house and some of you like running <laughs> from the beach saying it's my order and I'm like, really? <laughs> so you get a lot of like beachy type of orders when you get like closer to the summer. <laughs> yeah, Pedro just said he made a video about that today. Yeah. Chris Barnes said, cool backdrop, Chad, thanks. That's downtown Orlando. Um, hey, Pedro just donated four ninety nine through Super Chat. Thanks, man. Oh, yay! <laughs> uh, all right. So, how did how did you get into YouTube? Like, what inspired you to do that? So, I was doing obviously gig work, and I'm a creative person to begin with. So, I learned how to do a lot of my gig work through YouTube. So, I had all came home, and I would always have like stories to tell my other half. And one day, I'm like, I should just be telling my stories. Why the heck not? So, I just literally, I it was so uncomfortable. My first couple of videos were probably like the worst videos ever. And then, you know, I just kind of progressed through the year <laughs> as I'm going. So, you know, it was to me, it was, you know, I'm so used to with retail training people and teaching people how to do things. Like, this is to me just another form of teaching somebody my tips and tricks and stuff like that. So, yeah. to me, it was kind of like an easier progression. Yeah, that's it's funny. That's kind of how I came to do it. It was because like when I first started doing gig work, is that I found like there isn't a whole lot of training like within the apps. Like they just kind of tell you like the bare minimum. I, although I found like the actual apps, it doesn't matter what app it is, what platform, like you can figure it out after like maybe five or ten minutes. Like there really isn't all that much. You know, there's not too many different options here. Um, but like the actual strategy of like how to make money and you know best times of day to work and all that stuff like that's a judgment call and it obviously varies by zone and you know season and all that stuff and um you know so i was looking on youtube and i was like there really isn't all that much stuff here and i was like you know i'm gonna like i'm so i like kind of make my videos as if like i was like teaching myself like in the past like mm -hmm. how to do instacart and stuff like that and also like or, or they say like the best way to criticize something is to do it better you know, yeah. like you ever heard, like, the best way to criticize a movie is to make a better movie. Well, the best way to criticize Instacart's training is to do better training. Or, I mean, I could do DoorDash and Uber Eats, too. And I've I've made a few videos about that. But um, Instacart has always been my main gig. So, like, is that is that kind of, like, one of the reasons you do YouTube is just kind of, like, I, I can do yeah, it better I mean, than DoorDash? Yeah, when I started, I'm like, it was kind of trial by error. So even to this day, I'm still learning as I'm going. So if I can teach you guys as I'm learning as I'm going, and heck, I make mistakes just like everybody else. So if we can all learn from each other's mistakes, we just become better people in the long run. So why the heck not? <laughs> yeah. Do you? So you only do Uber Eats and DoorDash, or, or is there any other apps that you work for? So I only do Uber Eats and DoorDash. I have signed up for Instacart. I just haven't done it yet. So I've actually been watching you a lot, um, but I've been <laughs> watching. I I want to be uh, somewhat knowledgeable before I like dive right into Instacart. But I did sign up for it. I do have the card. I'm ready to go. It's just a matter of me doing it. <laughs> You're not on a waiting list? No, I actually have it. I actually signed up for it 
pre-pandemic. I just haven't <laughs> done uh, it to this far. Did you um, use? Good. Yeah, I just haven't done it up to this far, but I do uh, have everything. It's even on my Apple Pay on my phone, so I'm I'm good to go. I just have to <laughs> do it. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you use somebody's referral code, then because you only have like a month to like, if you get a referral bonus. Yeah, um, no, I didn't do it. I didn't uh, do a referral bonus. I literally, I just signed up because I'm like, right before the pandemic, I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's try it. And then the pandemic happened. I'm like, okay, it's going to be a while before I try yeah, it. <laughs> you, should, you should definitely try it. I mean, I don't know what it's like in your area, but I mean, if you've seen any of my ride-along vlogs, is I make so much more money with Instacart in, in much less time. And, um, you know, one of the re one of the reasons that I like Instacart, not just because of the money, I mean, well, obviously the money is probably the main factor, but it's also that you get out of the car and that you're walking around and, um, you know, so you're not sitting down all day. I mean, with DoorDash and Uber Eats, you get out of the car to go to the restaurant and back and then the customer's door and back. But like with Instacart, like when you're shopping, you're walking around the supermarket for like anywhere from, you know, 20 minutes to an hour or so. And, you know, you, you get a lot of uh, steps. In, do you have a, a Fitbit? Because, you know, I do. I have and... my iPhone watch. I mean, I have my iWatch. So that oh, usually okay. is my, my tracker of all trackers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically it's basically the same thing. And yeah. you can burn a lot of calories and get a lot of steps in, like, just doing Instacart. And, and also what's nice about Instacart is, like, the average batch, not order, because a batch can contain up to three orders in it, but the average, the average batch takes about an hour. So, I mean, an eight-hour day you're doing anywhere from like eight to 24 deliveries compared to if you were doing, let's say you're doing eight hours on between DoorDash and Uber Eats. I mean, you might be doing like 56, well, maybe not that many deliveries, but, um, you know, like quite a lot. lot. And so you, you drive a lot less miles doing Instacart. Let's see. I'll get there. I promise. I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Barnes says, I use Chad's referral code. Thanks, man. One of my batches today made eighteen dollars in sixteen minutes. Yeah, there's a Instacart's doing this new thing now. You, you should try it now. I mean, now's the perfect time to start doing Instacart. Is they have this new like priority. Um, it's kind of like you know how like like Walmart has that is like if you want your you can order Walmart and have it delivered like within an hour if you pay like an extra ten bucks or something. Yeah. And um, Instacart's been experimenting with this because like yesterday. I was down in Winter Park, which is like even, it's, it's well, it's about, it's kind of like this area, like uh, towards downtown Orlando, and uh, it's it's the hipster area, I always say, but anyway, so like I was at a Publix, a grocery store chain here, and I just stopped there to use the bathroom, I just flipped on Instacart, because I was at a pretty popular store, I was like, let's see if there's any batches here, and sure enough, something came in for $19.00 four jars of mayonnaise and it was only going a half mile up the road and i was like i saw that in your video <laughs> yeah i was like hell yeah i'll take that four jars of mayonnaise for 19 dollars." and but what was funny is i didn't really show this um is uh so like the the customer put the wrong address in he put 1000 whatever and he was actually at 1040 so i go to 1000 and it's a bank and I'm like, that's <laughs> why would a, for a bank. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why would a bank want four jars of mayonnaise? And I'm like, maybe they have like a, you know, like it's for like their break room, you know. But this is this is at like five o'clock at night, um, and they're closing, you know. And I walk in, and I mean, like modern banks, they don't have like tellers and stuff anymore. It's just for like loan officers or whatever. 
and like I was like, "Am I at the right spot?" It says a thousand. They're like, "Yeah, this is a thousand." And and I show them the name. They're like, "Nobody here by that name." I'm like, "Did you guys order four jars of mayonnaise?" They're like, "No." So I called the dude, and he's like, "He's like, I can see you. You're at the bank, right?" I'm like, "I'm next door at the burger place." I'm like, "Oh." And like I, I'm like, oh, it says a thousand. You're, he's like, I'm at ten forty. I'm like, and I show him my phone. He's like, oh man, sorry about that. Just typo. So, but still, yeah, nineteen dollars for nineteen minutes of work. That's pretty good. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, like I said, if you're gonna start Instacart, now's a good time to do it because you might get some of those these new uh, promo orders. Um, what what out what days and hours do you usually work? It's hard to to tell. Like you just gone all the time or No, I I take usually one day off a week and it's usually a Tuesday or Wednesday cuz in my market those are literally the slowest days. Um I work the lunch shift and then I work the night shift. So I usually work from like 11 to 2 and then I come home and spend some time with my family and then I go back out and do like 5 to 10 depending if I'm at $200 or not. It depends if I stay out a little later or if the orders are good, I might stay out a little later, but that's usually usually an eight hour day. Yeah. That's really it. Mm. I used to do that and it would kind of drive me crazy is like I would get up at like five in the morning, well, 5.30 and I would do like, I would do Uber during the morning rush. Like people just need to get into work. I'd do Uber from like six to like 10 and I would come home and, work out and eat lunch and I would go out again like during the dinner rush for DoorDash and all that stuff and just like the gap would drive me crazy like even like on weekends like if you again like some of my ride-along vlogs you'll see me sitting here like watching the latest Nugs video like just coming home even if I'm only home for like a half hour like kind of drives me nuts like oh, I don't want to go back out there <laughs> <laughs> so I always try to do it like a straight straight through thing the only di the only difference is if i get an amazon flex block because it's like that is like doing like a regular job it's like you gotta show up at this place at this time and like usually it's only three hours maybe four and a lot of times you don't like you get paid for three or four hours but you can knock it out in like you know half that time and you still get paid for the full time it's just yeah but it's just the luck of the draw on on, on your route yeah, just um, in my area, it just doesn't, like, the times that I work are, like, literally the peak times. Like, I found out that if I worked, like, before or even after, like, it's not worth being out during those times because no orders are coming in or, like, they'll trickle in. And, like, it would literally drive me insane <laughs> to literally stay in one spot. Like, it would literally drive me crazy. So it's easier for me just to yeah do it, go home come back and that's usually the reason why i do it like that i get to spend some more time family time with my family which to me it's that's, that's priceless right there so mm. what kind of car do you drive i have a hyundai sonata and then i also i recently
Okay. All right, let me see if... Looks like the, the feed is still going. It's not on. I have... It says live on my end. 50 minutes. There's no, there's no screen on mine. Oh, uh, someone says back. So maybe we are back. All right. I don't know what happened. I think why well, my computer crashed. Like, it just shut itself off. It's done that a few times. Greg just said it's working again, so I think we're good. Okay. I'm sorry, my video, all of a sudden it's different, but anyway, like, it's funny because, like, I got on about 8.30 and I turned the computer on and it said restart to apply, you know, like system changes or whatever. And I was like, all right, let me do it now so that it doesn't do it, you know, in the middle of the live stream. And I don't know what happened. I think it, I think my computer like overheated or something. So technology at its best. I always say that. <laughs> yeah, and I should I should know because like I worked in IT for ten years. I don't know. I mean, I mean it, it's so much easier for me to just like take this to somebody and like have them figure it out. So it's done this a few times. I, you know, you know, what I wanted to ask you is so like the name of your channel is Kim's Side Money Plans. What's like your main money plans? <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why it was side money plans is because it started out as side money plans, but yeah. I do have other plans. Obviously, I do Robinhood, so I do dividend investing. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, monetize on YouTube, so that'll be another stream of income. So, you know, I want to obviously do Instacart down the road. So it's just literally mm -hmm. keep revolving and keep getting, you know, streams of income coming in, and hence Kim's side money plans. <laughs> You ever think of changing? Because I know, like, a lot of times your videos, they open with, it's your girl, Kim. Like, that might actually be a better channel name. You know, I talk all the time about changing my name. I just mm -hmm. don't, I haven't come up with, like, the best name yet. So if you guys have suggestions, <laughs> please let me know. Um, make comments, whatever you guys think it should be, because I'm always open for suggestions. I just never know what to put down as my name. So... Hey, yeah. maybe make a contest out of it. Who knows? But yeah, yeah I'm open to suggestions. Mm. Maybe Kim from New Jersey delivers Jersey mics. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of something that rhymes, but nothing really rhymes with Jersey. Like, Verzi, Curzy, I don't know. Jersey girl gigs? I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> something like that. I, I found, uh, this is my, uh, my spy pen camera. I don't know if you can see, like the lens is like right Oh, that's here. so cool. Yeah, I got this on e or, uh, eBay. I got this on Amazon for like 18 bucks, but it didn't come with a micro card. You have to supply your own. I mean, I have a bunch of them. So, um, yeah, I recommend this for every every Dasher, Uber Eats driver, Instacart driver. It's like what you can do is you could just put it in your shirt like this, and like you just press and hold. There's like there's kind of like a plunger at the top here. And you press uh -huh. and hold to like start recording, and then you press and hold to stop recording. That's and, so cool. Yeah, it's an actual pen too. If you actually needed to write something, you can just twist this, and the the pen thing comes out. But yeah, um, that's good for like I know like so many people who do um, ride along videos, like how we do. Um, like they'll and I also have I have an old iPhone here. Like I have so like here's my my 12. I've had this for a few months, and this is my eight which I had for years. And uh, it's funny, I had to take, I took the case off this because like with the case on, this thing weighs like five pounds. 
And then <laughs> my new my new twelve, even with the case on, it's it's still pretty light. Um, yeah, I have an eleven. I was about to say you're an iPhone user, right? I swear by iPhones, but for a lot of my, I started recording on my iPhone, and then recently during Christmas I got a GoPro Hero Seven. So obviously I want to go eventually to the nine, but as of right now it's just the seven. But those are kind of like the two things I record off of. Yeah, uh, do you ever watch? Uh, there's this girl out of Vegas. Her name's Megan Reisman. Reisman. Have you ever seen her? Actually, yes, I think I have. Mm. Yeah, she has a GoPro and she has it like on a hat. Yes. And I, like I don't know, if that's something you would consider, but I well, I kind of think like that. I don't know. And I have this. Um, shall I go again? I have this full body harness thing. Like you strap it on your chest and like you, I would put, you put your phone in here. So That's like cool. Your phone would be on your I, chest. You can just walk around recording, but it's like so obvious that you're recording. It looks. Well, that's the thing is I have the chest and I also have the head. It, it came with, like, I got the package with the GoPro Hero 7 and that's part of it. But the mm -hmm. thing is, is like it, when you go to someone's house and if they have like a like one of the eye rings they're gonna like look at you like what is this person yeah. delivering to my house well that's nugs i don't know if you ever seen nugs he has a full yeah. dsr uh dsl whatever digital you know the, like a camera around his his neck and like he films himself dropping it off he doesn't usually record the people's faces or whatever but yeah. um yeah, uh, I, I thought that's interesting, but I, I highly recommend anybody, if you go on Amazon, you get a spy pen like this, and it, although it really helps if you have a a breast pocket, and like none of my shirts do, so I always have to put it here, and then if you look at the footage, it's like pointed at the ceiling, or uh, one, one of my ride-along videos I did a couple weeks ago, like you could see up my nose. <laughs> I was like, man, that's that's some great footage there. Uh yeah, so like I right there. <laughs> yeah, I know it's like with your Go with your GoPro, like you'll turn it and show yourself walking from the car to the door and back. Yeah. I thought like you had a camera on a tripod for a minute there. No, I actually have one of those like suction cup. Um, it's actually for the iPhone, but it works for the camera too. So I I have like all my devices all over the place. I have like a a, a mount for the the vent for my iPhone. And then I have a mount that goes into like my CD player for, you know, my GoPro facing me. And then I have another suction cup one for the GoPro for when I yeah. deliver to people's houses. So I have like my own little setup going on. <laughs> yeah. And like my, I'm sure I get that. my phone case there's a magnet on the back there's one on the inside too and then like this vent clip like it just clips huh. right onto the vent and just stick it on there that's oh, how that's i hold cool. my phone i don't i don't like those clamp ones because you gotta twist it in and untwist it to like tighten it this one's you just you know huh. stick it on that's really cool yep and it just holds like this did it come with the phone case yeah and i got this I guess I have Walmart for like, I don't know, five bucks or something. The magnet's not very strong. That's why you need two. Like I put one on the outside of the case and there's one on the inside of the case. 
but it, it between that it's strong enough that it'll hold the phone that's really cool gotta love walmart <laughs> another gadget i've seen you have the the drink carrier thing on your back seat swear by that sucker i'm telling you i you know i i, I swear by it has saved my life so many times people sometimes laugh at me for having it i don't care you can laugh away but drinks never spill in my car they're always secured like there's a handle in case you have to go to someone's house like i and it's only ten dollars so totally worth the ten dollars i've spent on it and i always put it in my description because i mm -hmm. like i can't say enough good things about it and i'm like i have to tell everybody about it because if it makes my life easier it should make everybody else life easier mm -hmm. i hope you put it on the floor when you're driving though yes okay <laughs> yeah because if you hit the brakes that's you're gonna <laughs> spill all over the place yeah i've seen that in like nugs videos too or so, not even a lot of um people who do gig work and do the ride long videos i know it's like they'll put the doordash bag on the passenger seat and i'm like put it on the floor because you have to stop short that thing is going to go flying yeah everything every, first of all everything goes in my back of of me <laughs> unless it's fast food on everything the goes to the, the floor behind seat. you yeah and i have like two different setups like i have my big huge uber eats bag behind one chair one chair and then i have my drink set up behind the other chair so that yeah. way i kind of use both areas but there's there's another trick you can do even with a drink holder is well it depends if you have carpet floor mats or like plastic ones um like you can put like sticky on the bottom of the drink carrier thing that way it doesn't slide around Smart. did you freeze i'm still here oh, okay still i thought here. you froze Sorry. i'm like no we're still here <laughs> I have, um, I have, I've shown it, you, you can see it a lot of my videos, it's this, this six drink caddy, and it goes into the passenger seat, and like, it straps into the seat, and yeah. like, you can unstrap it, and it has a handle, which I never use, and I mean, actually, I don't really do DoorDash and Uber Eats all that much anyway, and usually when there's drinks, like the restaurant will give you a cardboard holder mm -hmm. thing, so I'm like, but it, it's just nice. Although I will say, like, if you ever have to slam on the brakes, like that thing doesn't really help all that much. It just, yeah. it just, it's enough that it's not going to tip over while you're making the delivery. And yeah. I, my car only has like a few cup holders, and I'm usually using them myself because here in Florida, like, I carry around like two or three of these um, bottles of water like at all times because it's just so hot, you know. Or yeah. I stop at Wawa or somewhere and get um you know like a monster or um uh rock, you know red bull or something like that yeah i usually i have a yeti thermal like thermal cup that i usually i'm a soda girl so i'll literally mm -hmm. fill it up for soda for the entire time and that'll be my drink for the entire time <laughs> uh, yeah i hope it i don't want to sound like weird or creepy or whatever thing but i noticed that like you you actually look pretty th thin and fit and I, I like it's <laughs> It's actually kind of rare in our line of work because we're around fast food and, you know, pizza and everything all day is so like my question, I have a few questions is, you know, like I, you know, I think of myself, I'm, I'm pretty fit. I mean, I definitely have a few areas I need to work on, but you know, I'm otherwise I'm pretty fit, but what even like doing as much I've been, had McDonald's since I was a kid, but even going to it now, smelling those fries or pizza or 
Taco Bell, whatever it is, like it still smells good, even though I've smelled it so many times. And I'm like, man, I just want some. So, like, my question would be like, do you, you ever get like the, the like when you smell the food, like you like the cravings, and if so, like how do you counteract that, or and like what do you do to like kind of stay in shape? Um, well, I eat it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> my weakness is pizza. Like whenever like I get pizza in my car, I'm like, oh, pizza. But a lot of my health comes from what happened, you know, with my husband and getting us, you know, I got healthy along with him. So we're on low sodium, mm-hmm. you know, we're on health, heart health conscious. So, but not only that, but we, I've always walked. That's been like my thing. Like I walk yeah. two, three miles. I work out four times a week. I get up early before my house gets up early. And sometimes we even just take family walks during the afternoon during like my little break, but all those little things. And then I also have a four-year-old running around. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that adds to everything, but it, you know, I eat healthy. So that way when I want pizza or I want McDonald's, like I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have some McDonald's today. Like it's not going to (laughs) hinder, you know, my health progress. So that's how I really stay fit. I will say we took the pandemic very seriously. We actually, you know, being in retail and, you know, my other half was in retail too. And, you know, you never knew when you were going to eat, like you kind of eat when you get a moment, like you don't really have a lunchtime. You really don't have a dinner time. And even when you're closing at night, you eat at like four o'clock by the time you get home, you're starving. So you're having another dinner. And Mm -hmm. like, we finally got on an eating pattern, which we've never done before. And I lost 10 pounds during the pandemic just by eating regularly and literally wow. just by getting on a regular habit. So I just keep with it. That's all. That's the only thing I can say. Lots of water, lots of proteins. Yeah. Vegetables. You're... Like, there, like there's nothing really special I do besides kind of the key factors, you know, in lunchtime, I bumblebee has like those little tuna snack boxes that yeah. are like a dollar. And I take that with me and that's like my lunch or my daughter loves peanut butter and jelly and I love Uncrustables. So I'll take an Uncrustable out of the freezer and that's my lunch. So I'm never a big eater to begin with. Like I'm always usually a snack opposed to like a big eater. So that's probably it too. I like, um, I'll get like the cliff bars or, um, you're seeing the Lenny and Larry's cookies. Any yeah. of those, those like protein type, healthy snacks i mean they're really not all that healthy i mean they have a lot of protein but they also have like a lot of carbs yeah i I love zone bars if you ever have zone bars there is like the mint chocolate chip one that is like oh it's so good it's probably Mm -hmm. not the best thing for you but oh it tastes so good yeah i usually (laughs) get the cliff bars or like i'll make my own trail mix like you ever seen like those like they have like uh it's in the deli section at the supermarket or um like it'll be cheese, meat, and nuts. It's like it's called like P three, yeah. yeah. And like you can just make that at home yourself for a lot cheaper than buying yeah. the prepackaged ones. Yeah, uh, I'll also do like cheese and crackers sometimes. Like I love Triscuit yeah. sliced cheese, and I'll make like a little you know packets to take with me. So, and then usually mm-hmm. I'll have dinner before I go out at like five o'clock. So I'll, every meal that I make is usually at home and. Mm-hmm. I eat before I go out and that's it. And it's that's, kind of early eat. And it's a good thing is it's early eating. So I'm yeah. eating at like four 30 to go out at five. So, you know, the early eating really helps too. That's the, that's what I was about to say is that's the key to getting over like the temptation of when you're doing delivery driving is mm-hmm. 
if you eat before you start working and like especially if you're full even like the pizza and the burgers and burritos smell great you're just like uh, i don't want it i'm i'm full you know like yeah. there's been times where i've been in situations where it looked like i was going to get free food and i didn't i didn't want it because i had ate before i left the house and i'm like I don't want, you know, I don't want this food right now. I mean, I guess I could go find a homeless person to give it to, but actually, yeah. I, I, a lot of times, homeless people they don't want food; they want money. Like, yeah. I, I, that's happened to me a few times where I've had like, I'm like, hey man, I got this free McDonald's, or you know, even it might even be like Red Lobster. Well, not Red Lobster, but you know, it's just something like Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. maybe I don't know. But I'm telling it, you, my vice in life is soda. Like that's if that's my only vice in life, then so be it. But that's usually my vice in life. <laughs> yeah. I I love the Pepsi Max. Well, it, it used to be called Pepsi Max. I think it's called Pepsi Zero now. Mm. And uh, mine's Dr Pepper. I love Do- Dr Pepper. Is like yeah, my, one of my weaknesses. <laughs> I I'll go on like I'll like when that stuff goes on sale, I'll get it and I'll drink it, and then like I'll get sick of it, and then I'll go like maybe a month without it, and then if it, and it goes on sale again and I get it, I'm like oh man, I miss this. I haven't had it in a month, you know, and kind of go on these this on off cycle and. Um, like I said, a lot of times I'll stop and get, especially because I usually work, well, depending on the day, but you know, I would prefer to do kind of like a nine to five kind of schedule. And just like if you had a nine to five job at a cubicle or whatever, like around two, three in the afternoon, you're just so pooped. And then you get like a a Red Bull or Monster or whatever. And it kind of, you know, uh, the caffeine actually does help with, uh, with headaches. It does. And the only thing is, and I get like criticized all the time for this. Like, I don't. I've never drank coffee ever. I, I don't drink coffee. I. I'm trying I to get off coffee. I drink coffee in the morning, you know, but just kind of out of ritual, kind of out of habit. And I'm always like, I'll give up coffee when I run out of coffee, cream, and sugar on the same day at the same time. You know. Yeah. Because like if like I run out of one. It's like, well, I'm not just going to throw the other two away. You know, it's like I had to run out of all three at the same time. Yeah, I can honestly say I'm 42 and I've never had a cup of coffee. Never? Never. Oh, I mean, I mean, it's it's good, but I mean, for some people it can be kind of addictive. I think a lot of people kind of exaggerate like how like they're addicted to coffee, but it's not that they're addicted to coffee. It's just that they're in this habit. And like, I mean, you can really break any habit after like, I mean, I could, if I, if I went like a month without drinking coffee, then like. Yeah, I'd be fine, you know. Plus, I probably should because coffee, it stains your teeth. And anyway, yeah, ATS and Chris Barnes are just going at it in the chat there. <laughs> Is anybody else watching? There's We got 13 people watching. I'm, I Probably a lot of people bailed when I my computer shut down. But anyway, we should let's do like the lightning round of questions. If I had the list, let me see if I can find it. I think I asked everything. I can't find it. Give me a sec here. Yeah, no worries. (laughs) All I gotta say is ATS just said, thank you by the way, ATS. He just said, it's nice to see Kit. Oh, sorry, where did this go? Oh. I thought Kim was younger than me. I'm 37, so thank you. <laughs> and Fernandez just showed. It's nice to see Kim on your channel. I was watching one of her videos when this came up. Um, I can't find that list of questions, but I, like I said, I think we asked everything. Um, 
I was just gonna say, like, yeah, I think we covered everything. Although every time, every time I end one of these interviews, I always think of like ten other questions I should have asked, and you know. <laughs> so oh, I'm here. It's not going very far. So <laughs> shoot them over. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, we kind of talked about this briefly, but uh, we talked about it uh, offline. But like, can you talk about like how you make your videos? Um, yeah, so I have, I have a process. Um, so usually when I get home at night, I download all of my videos from my GoPro. And then I usually, when everybody else is asleep, I usually stay up in bed and I edit everything down on my phone. And I use Video Leap on my phone and I literally edit almost everything down. And then in the morning I wake up, I finish, if I didn't finish anything, I'll finish it up. But then I will video my recap from the day in the morning and then i'll put that back in and then i'll do my thumbnail at the same time and then i'll go out for the afternoon and i'll come back and i'll usually release it when i get back from my afternoon work <laughs> the driven dad says kim look up snap out for gopro i think you'd like it there's lots of videos about it i think you mentioned that somebody mentioned it yeah snap mount huh. next thing you have to get is a, a drone i've seen the Eli used that in one of his videos. He's like a master editor, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I when I was talking to Tony, Gig Mom, and I think Pedro, I don't know if he's still watching, but um, I think they said they just edit on their phone. How, how do you get the video from the GoPro onto your phone? It literally, you get the GoPro um, app, and then you literally just connect your GoPro to the oh, app. And it's then like you a Bluetooth or a Wi-Fi or something like yep. that? Okay. Yeah. It's really easy. I actually found it was quicker doing it on my phone than downloading it into the computer. Like the computer, I feel like it downloads like for 20 minutes, the phone, it takes like five minutes. So I feel like it's a quicker process and only that, but I can like literally do it in bed with my AirPods on and not distracting anybody. And how long does it everything. take to make a movie or make a video? Ooh. Um, it depends on how long my video is. <laughs> um, it could take an hour. It can take three hours. It, I, it just, it just depends. It depends on how good of footage I got and how do I like it? Do I not like it? And, you know, it's a whole bunch yeah. of things, but I'll say the, the quicker I did it was an hour most on average two, three, four hours. Yeah. That's, uh, like my, the last ride along video I did was, well, I mean, it was a two day video instead of a one day video. So yeah, that took me a long time. I mean, just rendering it on the computer takes, it can take a couple hours just for the computer to make the video. Yeah. Chris you know, also don't want to say anything stupid either. So <laughs> yeah, no, and then I have to go back and rewatch it. And, uh, I, I would love to upgrade. I, and I probably should, like, I was going to say, I love to upgrade to like Adobe premiere, but the problem is like these, that and like final cut pro like they i mean like yeah they're used by professionals but they have like so many features and settings that it's like you kind of it's hard to know where to get started um chris barn said what do y'all to keep your phone cooler in the temperature i assume he means in the heat well i was just showing this is that you get this magnetic phone mount you can get this at walmart for like five bucks and it comes with a magnet actually it comes with a few magnets and you put one on the outside of your case, one on the inside of your case, and you plug this into your vent. It's got this, yeah, see, like you would just plug this into your vent and then you just stick your phone and the AC blows right onto the phone. 
I guess we're going to wrap up now, unless anybody in the uh, the comments has a question, because I think we covered pretty much everything. I Oh, I got to... Kim is on Instagram. I know you don't use it all that much, but I'm going to try to... I've been trying to encourage everybody to get on Instagram more. I, I, I love Instagram because especially it's good for smaller channels like yours because like once you hit... I don't know. I don't know. I think it's probably a thousand subscribers. Then you get the community tab on yeah. YouTube, which is kind of like YouTube's Twitter. And then when you hit ten thousand subs, you get the stories, which is, you know, YouTube's Snapchat or you know like Instagram stories or whatever. And that's the nice thing about Instagram. I like the stories is because I post stuff on there like at least once a day, sometimes two or three times. And it's just little things that are funny that I don't want to be on the my yeah. instagram account forever they just they're only there for 24 hours and i'll usually cross post them to youtube so i have just... to get better at instagram to be honest with you yeah. <laughs> you know between editing and you know being with the family and then going out and i'm like okay i really need to get better at it but i i will start posting more often <laughs> first gen texan says yeah then it gets too cold no no such thing your phone can never be really too cold it can no, overheat in the winter time I and say in the wintertime, I shut the vent off on like my yeah. one so that way it doesn't overheat. And then in the summertime, I turn the vent on where the air conditioner is so it blasts cold air to it. Yeah. Or you can also get like a a dash mount. Hey, I've just got a new subscriber. Big Rye 724. Thanks. Woo oh, by the way, what YouTube channels do you like to watch? Oh my God, there are so many. <laughs> um, obviously yours. Um, I'm a big fan of yours. Um, Sarah Elizabeth. Um, DoorDash Dad, UDM, um, Gig Mom, Pedro, um, trying to think, Joe Giggs, trying yeah. to think about, um, Omar, Omar Giggs. Mm -hmm. Um, there's just, uh, there's, there are so many that I watch, I feel. And usually what I do is when I'm driving, I actually listen <laughs> to people's YouTube. So that way it actually keeps me entertained as well. So that's usually how I get caught up on everybody's channel is I usually, because some of them are 20 minutes, 30 minutes, so it literally makes my time go by just listening to half of their stuff. So I'm a I huge know. fan of everybody. And I tell everybody, subscribe to all of us, like so subscribe to everybody. Like we're here. I think that's the great thing is, and that's why I love the comments because I feel like we're just such a community and I love, you know, knowing people from all over. And I, I think that's the best part about all of this is, you know, just helping each other out and being part of community and yeah. just growing with each other. Subscribe to everybody. I know I subscribe to like everybody, like I'll give, I'll give anybody a chance. And then there, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but there's a lot of channels I don't watch anymore. So I just find them like boring or pretentious or they don't know what they're talking about or, yeah. or whatever. But, um, yeah, like I'll give anybody a chance, like even no matter how amateurish they are, and um, that's the one thing I noticed, like it, between like it just like from like so like if Nugs and Eli are up here, you know, like in their high quality production values, and like the rest of us are down here, um, you know, like you have to. I'm I'm trying to figure out like, cause I don't want like I know like Nugs and Eli kind of go for like that short attention span like in your face kind yeah. of video production value and i'm like man i realize why they get so many viewers and subs and everything because they're not just it's not just like kind of how we do is like kind of like more documentary style like theirs is more mm -hmm. like 
entertainment style, but it's also yeah. like, you know, I, maybe it's a generational thing too. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, I, I, I've never really, I hate to say this and I've said this before, so this isn't like a major revelation, but I've never really understood the appeal of why viewers like to watch ride along videos. And the only thing I can think of is like, it's more of like a millennial thing of like younger people who are raised on reality TV. Yeah. So like, um, but I mean, you and I were Gen Xers, and we were raised on scripted TV. You know, we were sitcoms. <laughs> here we come. <laughs> like, what do you what do you think the appeal of of Ride Along Day in the Life videos is? Because I I still can't figure it out. Yeah, I you know I the reason another reason why I do this is because I truly believe that if I can do this, like anybody can do this like i'm just showing that like i'm just an ordinary person have a family if i can do it anybody can do it and i think maybe that's the appeal that you know what hey she's out there she's doing it then you know what i can do it too and i think maybe that might be the appeal of doing ride-alongs with you me anybody else who does ride-alongs is that okay they're doing it i can do it like i think it's really showing people that just go out there just go make that money and you can do it (laughs) By the way, Joe Gig just showed up in the chat. He said, hi, Kim. Hi, Chad. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. I wonder if he was watching this whole time and then you mentioned his name and he said hi or if he just happened to come in now. <laughs> <laughs> Ann Fernandez says, Kim, have you thought about doing Instacart or Ship? We Yeah, we already – she must have missed it, but we talked about Instacart a while ago. Have you signed yeah. up for Shipped? I have not, no. Shipped is, you know, kind of like a poor man's Instacart. And there's also Corner Shop, too. And- I think I might have looked into it, but it might not have been around my area. There's a couple things that you guys do that isn't around my area, either. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, Gig Mom does Corner Shop, and uh, Lavaris Gig Life, he's out of Texas, he does Corner Shop, too. And I signed up for Corner Shop, but it's just not in my in my yeah. city yet. And uh, I know those guys, they're making uh, they're making pretty good money on it. Yeah, I the one thing I'm disappointed in is I've been on the wait list for Grubhub for over a year now and like I'm dying to get onto Grubhub and Oh, you're on the waiting list? Wait list for like literally over a year. Oh, I well it took me two years to get on with Grubhub. <laughs> and the first day was great. Actually and if you watch my video from like a month ago, it's called my Grub Dash Eats Weekend. That was my first weekend doing Grubhub and the first night was awesome but then it was like all downhill from there and then like then grubhub the problem is like grubhub they don't it's kind of like postmates they don't tell you the mileage you have to figure it out by looking on the app i don't know somebody made a video was it omar a week or so ago saying that it's now showing mileage on grubhub i think i don't know because i don't have grubhub but uh yeah i i I haven't fired it up in a while so maybe or maybe they're just test marketing it in certain cities or something Oh yeah, Dash Theory TV's here. He said, "I agree with Kim. It's the anyone can do it appeal." I mean, that goes both ways, though. Is that if anybody can do it, then anybody will do it? Yeah. <laughs> the people who shouldn't be doing. <laughs> uh, you know. you I mean, that's why it's called YouTube. <laughs> you know, it's like that whole. That's the whole point of the site. You know, it's called YouTube, and um, yeah. Although YouTube and has always been well, not always, but well. Yeah. More often than not is like who are like the big name YouTubers are people who have like Hollywood quality production values. I mean, there's a few people who it's, you know, fairly simple kind of stuff. But 
Um, yeah. Like the big, I, big name YouTubers are, you know, they're basically just, you know, doing Hollywood type stuff. So yeah, I'm just trying to keep the positivity, positivity alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think an interesting, a, a good video I would recommend for you is to just do, try doing Instacart on a weekend and like you could just, that would be a good, uh, you know, my, anytime you do a video called my first day with platform X, how much did I make something, something like that yeah. is those videos tend to go, well, not viral, but you'll get, they tend to get a lot of views, you know, or just like first impressions with, you know, insert platform here. And right. so, you know, try something like that. I'll let you know when I do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So if you ever, now that you know, everything's pretty much reopened, uh, if you come to Disney, let me know. I mean, it's it's like an hour, hour and a half away from me, but I could still meet you somewhere around there or something like that. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're thinking about doing maybe a family vacation, maybe in October for the wine and food festival. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll say. Yeah, I used to I used to date a woman who was a, a waitress at, at um, Epcot a couple of years ago. So I used to go there all the time. Well, <laughs> drop my spy pen. <laughs> This thing, this thing lives up to its name because I've I've lost it so many times. Like I have this this jar of pen and pencils here, and if I put it in there, I like totally forget that it's there. It just blends <laughs> I'm in. I'm gonna have to look into that because that's really cool. Yeah, there's there's different versions you can get on Amazon. I'll send, I'll email you a, a link. Please so, do. I guess we're gonna wrap this up. I said that like a half hour ago, but um, now I'm so worried that my computer is gonna crash again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so don't hang up but i'm just going to end the live stream so thanks everybody out there for watching if you watch on the replay you watch this far you're awesome and uh i will see you real soon bye, bye everybody we hope you enjoyed this episode chad will be back sunday with his co-host hannibal discussing the latest news trends and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy until then keep hustling <laughs>